Hello, hello, and happy Monday, everyone. Uh, we are here for the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, ready to talk about Grand Arena. More importantly, ready to take a one-week break um, now that this Grand Arena is over. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what. I... You, you know how I, I love GAC. I love 5v5. Um, just a, an overall great experience. But man, I, at the end of a season, I am just ready to be done. And I, I, I guess I'll credit CG for that, actually. I don't know how much if they just like stumbled into this uh, schedule or if they actually did, you know, like studies to see. But I found that doing four weeks uh, on for GAC and then having a full week off is like, basically perfect for me yeah i i i agree because by the time that one week is over i am ready to be doing something but i need that one week just kind of rest and a chance to do nothing essentially uh -uh. yeah oh man Uh, yeah because and in a way i'm like excited for the next season but i you know we both had really good seasons too so it's not like we're just like we're seeking refuge like please god don't let the agony begin again like unless we, it's 3v3 unless, <laughs> you're right oh. you're right about that yeah yeah um but it, yeah, I'm excited for a break. Uh, we we had good we had good seasons though. I think that they were they were pretty strong. Um, and we've we've got five v five coming up. Uh, you and I discussed that today. Um, we had already <laughs> discussed at a different point, and um, we completely forgot forgotten forgotten yeah. about the uh, that conversation. So. Yes, and we both forgot about different parts of the conversation, which is the funny part. (laughs) (laughs) We both remembered we had it, just we forgot different parts. Uh, But, yeah, um, we do. We have 5v5 coming up. Thank God. And it's 5v5 with one fleets, which we touched on a little bit um, last week, you know, uh, during the podcast. but so it's basically going to be a repeat of what we had this week or this past month. And what we had this past month is basically what I enjoy the most in Grand Arena. There's no, uh, all the feats, while they weren't all possible, were sort of realistic. I did get Guardian of the Wills on one of my accounts. I should have just gone for it on my main account, uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, But the feats were Jedi uh, and some rebels, and they were realistic. We could go for them. I know your alt certainly went for them, or at least the ones you could, which again, we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to see what the kind of theme is for the next one. Yeah, um, it's gonna. I don't know. We'll have to see. My my alt 
you know it's funny my my main actually had a lot of those characters leveled up to a decent gear level and my main couldn't go for any of them like the the stupid so you say that the turret one was actually doable the one wow. with um luminara is the best character of the three like luminara eth and kit was just perversely difficult for a like nearly seven million account that was like but strangely like my my main was better equipped to actually do those i didn't actually attempt them however yeah well that and we've talked about this before the problem honestly is uh when you start getting up high-end division one you don't have easy defenses <laughs> like there's no defenses where you can say i can two-man this and then just throw those three junk jedi in the back um you just you don't see that at RGP range, which is why you don't see RGP range in the top ten um, of Division One because we we can't do feats without some sort of collusion. You know, I do know that there are counts that collude and say, "I'll set one week team, you set one week team," and they kind of go about it. Um, but yeah. Aside from that, you know, every team I'm facing has relics on it. I'm not going to be a relic team with my, I think he's G8 Luminara as the best of the three Jedi. Right. Well, yeah, like it's not realistic to think they're going to actually meaningfully contribute against a good team. Yeah. It's just, it's not in the cards. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's uh, it's just an interesting, interesting thing. I, I mean, we have this same discussion. Honestly, we have this discussion every uh, at the end of every season. It's like, can we please get a new division? Can we please get a new division? Like, right? It's yeah. ludicrous. My guild leader just showed me a um, just showed me a screenshot of the bottom of his roster. He's an 8.4 million GP roster. Um, so, you know, Kraken might be uh, like too small a word. Um, you know, nice guy, nice guy. So no, nothing against it, but like the the worst geared character on his roster is Ugnot at Relic 2. <laughs> oh man, that's like, so before... Um... Before Relics came out, so this was last summer, we had this guy in my fleet shard, and he he, he was actually a nice guy, and he net he wouldn't always even make it the climb to the top. Clearly, he didn't need the crystals. Um, but I looked at his roster one day, and every single character was G twelve, and this was before Relics, which means every single character that he could have was literally maxed out. And I was like, how, how did you do that? Um, and, and, and now it's escalated significantly. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So to have everybody at relics and have you have the relic material, like my God, if I well, wanted to, I have enough relic material for all the requirements for the galactic legends right now. Um, that's it. Like once I finish Palp, I'm not going to be able to relic anyone for like two months, and I'm only going to be farming relic materials. 
because I'm just out of the first piece of gear relic salvage, basically. It's, it's honestly quite depressing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm starting to get low on them as well. Um, uh, frankly, I think people just spend money, especially at that level. Like, if you're going to buy the materials, like all the different gear and stuff, like one gear 12 plus piece, like on the right hand side, uh, the, the right hand top and middle side, like that's 6,500 crystals anyways. That's, <laughs> that's like uh, you could buy a vault for one character kind of thing. So, you know, no judgment at all on these guys, just to be real clear. Like people jealousy. should spend their money. <laughs> jealousy. That? That, it's jealousy, not judgment. I yeah. wish I could spend yeah. that money. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, like it, it's it's cool, right? I, I mean, to me it is. But at the same time, I just, it, yeah, I mean, so so these guys, you know, back to my point earlier. They, so, so this guy, my guild leader, who has this crazy awesome roster, like they're, you know, as high as it gets, basically. I'm sure there are, people, there are bigger rosters, but that guy is in the same, uh, same division as like Bus 74, who, has, who doesn't like really have relics much, like mostly yeah. just gear 12, you know. And we're all supposedly competing for the same thing, except, I mean, there's no way Bus would ever, ever get matched up with my guild leader at, at any point. Like, there's no. there's no comparison. It's a totally different world. Like, when, when, like, five of the worst characters from my guild leader could probably, like, do a credible uh, fight against some of their top squads that, that, you know, Bus has, like, I don't know. It's... We need a new division. We might need two new divisions, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we, I honestly think two new divisions wouldn't be a bad thing. I don't know uh, what the numbers are. Cause the thing is, and what CG is right about, is you can't have a division of 500 people. Like, it, that's just not feasible. Um So there should be, you know, probably at least 20,000 people in a division, I would think, because you need to have some sort of size in it. Even though these top guys are only fighting each other anyway, you still want the division to have people in it. (laughs) Uh, I agree with that. You You definitely do want that. So I don't know what that number cutoff is, because... I think even over 7.5, you're still talking about hundreds of people, not thousands of people. Um, yeah, I don't know what the number cutoff is. And, and you're right. Like, uh, I don't know. It would just be nice to know. What I would like to see is some, like, arbitrary cutoff when they say, okay, guys, like, once we meet this goal, you know, like have, have one of those dumb little like temperature thermometer things that, you know, like, you know, that shows like donations or something and it keeps getting higher as yeah. you, uh, as donations increase. Like once we reach this point, we can afford to start a new division. <laughs> yeah. You know, at, like then we can all, then we, we all have like eyes on it and we're like, okay, so. So our doom approacheth, or or you know our <laughs> salvation approacheth. Like one one way or another, like we get to see 
these, uh, these, you know, uh, a new division is going to form at this point. So we, so it's, it's like this protocol to make sure we're not overcrowded. Cause frankly, I, I don't remember the time. Like, I think they did say we're getting a new division, but if they did, it was months and months and months ago. And we haven't heard a single peep about it since like it, we've seen warning signs, like the little tiny things and indicators, but we don't have any concrete anything about it, frankly. Yeah, they said, well, they said that new divisions will pop up, but they're waiting for enough people to be in whatever the new division right. would be. But they didn't give us a, you know, a here's what that number is, right. essentially. Yeah, and there, granted, there's no hard number. Granted, if I was them, I wouldn't give a hard number either because it all kind of matters on how many people they expect the attrition rate to be and new people joining yada, 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 but it's time. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry. It's time. Create a platinum division or division zero or division prime, whatever it is. Uh, 8.5 million GP people should not be in the same division as 4.5. That's, that's just absurd. Dude. Like we'll talk more about my alt in a little bit, but like my alt is at 4 million right now. Like <laughs> I am really close on my alt to being in the same division as my main accounts guild leader. And it is, that is so ludicrous to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. crazy. It, it is. Um, but we'll see. I mean, CG, I am wondering and, and so they hinted on the Galactic War podcast about something big coming in November. A lot of people are talking about that something big being the a, a new raid because allegedly people are in the beta test for the raid and have sh has ships as phase one. And I do believe that. I believe that's very a very real possibility. They admitted that they were working on a raid previously with ships as phase one. So it would make sense that they just were able to pick it back up and start working on it. Um, the other possibility, and it could be both, uh, is a new a changes to GAC. And the hints are already there with the calendar, like we talked about last week, saying fleets or one fleet, you know, kind of sticking the hint out there that maybe there's a second fleet. So I'm really curious to see if in November we get changes to Grand Arena and that's, that's what their, you know, big news or big whatever is. Yeah, like you're saying changes to Grand Arena, like just the divisions or like, uh, are you speculating that we're going to see even more substantial changes? Uh, so I, I would I would be speculating divisions along with a map change. Sure. And Dude, I would, and we would, we've talked about that. We don't need to continue. Right, but, right. Um, a map change would be very welcome if it's done right. Yes, yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see. That's, <laughs> that. unfortunately, that's still two months away uh, because 
it's only September. Their anniversary is in November. Uh, so we have plenty of time, plenty, plenty of time for that speculation. Um, Indeed. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, huge shout out before I forget, guys. Um, I, I wanted to do this anyways, but huge shout out to our buddy Klesso. Um, he had... Uh, we had good seasons. He had a better one, uh, best season he's had, I think, um, in terms of record. I don't want to give anything away, uh, but he did really, really awesome. And um, yeah, yeah he, he he's in the comments. He's bragging about his place. He's humble bragging, so it's <laughs> <that's> good. <laughs> yeah, he's using the talk of divisions to brag about his place, which yep. he should be. Which uh, is warranted. Yep. <laughs> And actually, you know, we have a Doofiend who I don't see here tonight, but he had a fantastic season too. He is a regular, regular listener slash watcher of our stuff. Um, so congrats to Doofiend. I do see in the chat, you know, Masta finished with Kyber, which is fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, and I guess while we're talking about shout outs, Kate Gaming, thank you for the follow. Uh, you know, good to see you here tonight and t-bone kelly another fantastic oh doofiend is here hello doofiend uh t-bone kelly looks like he got fourth in division six which is another really good placement so congratulations t-bone pretty awesome and i know that kate gaming made kyber as well so yes so congrats to all of our uh watchers that made kyber or finished high uh congrats you know Glad, glad you had a good season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we can't do too many shout outs while we're doing the podcast because we don't want the people who, when we, when we actually, you know, <laughs> publish the episode, we don't want it to look like a one, one sided conversation or something. Um, right. But, you know, it, it's good to have some limited shout outs, certainly. Yes, yes. Especially when it's a congratulations week it's it's the last week speaking of um why don't we get into our last weeks because like you said we finished with strong seasons um and let's talk about how we ended those seasons so Zareth, how'd you do last week in the first round all right so Let's see. First round, uh, we entered the round at eight and one. Um, so I, I was basically already assured to get Kyber as long as I deployed and did some decent attacks. Then I would, even if I lost all three. Um, of course, that's not really acceptable to me, at least for my own personal standards. I can't let myself lose all three. Really, I don't want to lose any. Um, you know, but. That being said, uh, my, my opponent, so my opponent only had one Galactic Legend in this one, and I, I have two uh, well-established, uh, you know, so having a Galactic Legend versus someone who doesn't have one is a pretty big advantage. Uh, like, I, I've talked about it a lot. Big, big deal, but my opponent knew who I was, and he had watched a lot of my videos. He, spe he said he spent, like, I don't know, Maybe I don't want to exaggerate and mis misinterpret him, but it was like, I got the impression that he spent like multiple hours, like over one, more than one hour, like trying to scout me and trying to figure out my tendencies. And he kind of nailed it. He did a really good job. And um, 
that coupled with the fact that he actually just like in chat asked me before the match, he was like, can you please place uh, Darth Revan on defense? I want to try something against him. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I did. Um, and it was, it was a good match. He, uh, I, I, I cleared him with a, a, like, I think I full cleared him without any fails, but it wasn't a great efficiency score. Um, and it, it turned out like after I, after I'd looked at all of the stuff yet, I was like, okay, here's what I think he's going to do. Like he's going to use this team to this team, this team, this team. I was like, I just can't figure out what he's going to do for Darth Revan. And he's like, Oh, well I'll use bounty hunters on Darth Revan. And, um, made me nervous because i don't there, there's always every once in a while there's like this new fangled thing you know that's uh that that just that just totally takes you by surprise and um you know you're just like okay uh, you know hashtag blindsided and then you just lose because you had no idea um like my my buddy no not my not buddy uh my nemesis yeah has <laughs> done that before um not not great not a great feeling so i was like oh no like with mandalorian and grief i was like i could see that and he has all of them relicked and everything and um i yeah i I still ended up uh he he couldn't clear my my darth revan so thank god um he didn't clear he didn't end up clearing me um good match and actually I, i will say this like so even if he had cleared my bo- or cleared me with his bounty hunters, the math said I would have won by like three banners anyway. So um, I guess I have the moral high ground. But uh, yeah, it was cool. He was he was a good opponent. He he actually attacked the front zone, uh, my front zone, so I could show everyone on the stream what I had taken. Uh, and then he came and hung out with us on the stream, like about as good as an opponent as you can hope for. So yeah. got the win and. Uh, just in time for you to tell us about your first round solo. How, how was yours? Uh, so my first round opponent was interesting in that he had, what, I think 360,000 lifetime banners, which doesn't sound like a lot, but he also had the Trapped in Carbonite title. So he's really a, a, around a 400,000 player. He just took at least, at least one Grand Arena off. Um, but so... Uh, he placed one Galactic Legend on defense. He placed Ray. He took his Supreme Leader Kylo for offense. I was able to one-shot his entire board, and he was not. <laughs> he he got tripped up on my CLS with Chupio squad. He actually lost to it twice. Um, and... So I got the win. Uh, I, you know, I one shot the board. He was not able to. You had the moral high ground uh, because you would have won anyway. If he didn't lose to my CLS, I would not have won. So I'm glad he did. Uh, and I, I started the week off strong. Uh, yeah, started the week off strong. So going into your second match, how uh, how was that second match? <laughs> It was good, man. So the last week is always kind of scary because you get all these people who've already made a rhodium, which means they take Grand Arena somewhat seriously. Um, 
the all the other weeks prior, you at least have a decent chance of getting someone who just like gives half a half of an effort. You know, assuming you don't get stuck into the Chromium uh, League on week two, etc. But uh, you can like it, it was it was good. Um, my I, I don't know my I just my my group wasn't super like atrocious in terms of like lifetime banners I I had by far the most lifetime there were a couple guys with 400k the rest were high 300 so no one uh, no slouches but no one uh, no like obviously transcendent players you know um so going into this match my guy I, I was worried at first I mean I, I always feel concerned he always places uh, double Galactic Legends on defense in the front zone. Like, take that to the bank, you know? Like, that's always what he does. And those kind of players, like, uncompromising folk that they are, it's like, he doesn't have to scout me. He probably doesn't scout me. He probably, I, what my guess was, and uh, looking at the history was, I think he just counts on his opponents, like the classic... I can't beat Galactic Legends on my own, so I'm going to put down some stuff that I don't think my opponent can beat, and then I'm going to pray that they don't actually beat it. Um, so, so jumping into the match, uh, gosh, he, what was it? He had uh, the he had Watt with General Grievous, and immediately, like with both Galactic Legends down, Watt with Grievous was like this this. I guess I won't call it an alarm, but I was like, oh, like <laughs> he, he can't use Vader on either of my Galactic Legends. Like he, and he doesn't have a good uh, Jedi Luke yet. Like, I don't think he's clearing me. And so I got to play some uh, kind of weird haphazard squads. I'll actually be uh, publishing that tonight, uh, publishing that match. But um, like I ended up using like a Kira Nest Veterans squad, not because I was out of squads, but just because just for the joy of it. And the whole, the whole stream, people were like, "Are you kidding me? Why are you doing this? Like you could be getting sixty banners." I was like, "But this is fun." <laughs> <laughs> we're not, and the, you could almost hear the chat screaming. But we're not here to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Um, ended up clearing him. I uh, I actually had the first loss in a very long time. Of course, it had to be on air uh, with my Jedi Luke or Jedi Revan Jedi Luke counter. Um, <laughs> lost that in front of all the people, so that was embarrassing. But uh, I managed to managed to make it go away, and then. Yeah, so I got the full clear. Not the greatest banners, but then, as predicted, my opponent couldn't clear my zones, and I won uh, by a huge margin. So, um, yeah, I get I got to make, make it to another finals. And uh, how was your match, Solo? Uh, so my second round opponent. Did, does not listen to our podcast clearly because he did not have a plan. So he placed both Galactic, Galactic Legends on defense. He is one of those people that likes to put uh, Zombie and Daka with Supreme Leader Kylo. So I one-shot his board. I set a trap for him on my board. Um, 
and he couldn't full clear me. Uh, you know, so here's the thing. If, if you can't full clear, and I don't even put, I didn't even put double galactic legends on the board. I put uh, Darth Revan and Django Nest up front with my usual, you know, CLS and Padme uh, and my Mothma team on the board. And then I put Ray in the back and he couldn't beat my Ray. Like the only team that the only two teams he was able to beat was were Darth Revan and it took him four shots and he one shot Django Nest. And then he couldn't beat any other team I had on the board. So my question is why put both Galactic Legends down on the board if you're going to do that? I, I and I don't know the answer. He's actually he was a nice guy. Afterwards he messaged me and said, you know, great strategy and great round and you know, he he was actually nice about it, but uh, yeah, he cleared one zone, like a total of one zone. And <laughs> it, it's not for lack of trying against the other teams. Um he did try. Because I had, he he attacked Mon Mothma, he attacked CLS, he attacked Padme. He just he couldn't he couldn't get them down. Uh, <laughs> don't think you're pretty. Yeah, um, but so that was that was my second round. It was, you know, it, it was nerve wracking going into it because I knew I was going to be facing double Galactic Legends. Um, and he always put Padme down on defense too, so I had to be prepared for it. And but then once I got into the fight, uh, it it went kind of kind of easy. And in fact, his Supreme Leader Kylo version that he used was talk about annoying. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, Brood Alpha, Watt, Zombie, and Daka. <laughs> like it's just the most absurd of annoying characters. Um, but I put them down, and I advanced to the finals as well. So you made the finals, Aerith. How'd you do? Thanks for asking, Solo. <laughs> um, okay, so my guy, it was kind of a weird finals match because I'm used to, honestly, like, the. it seems like usually I do end up, like, fighting one guy along the way, at least it's like, uh, the ultimate finals match, you know, even if, even if, you know, so if like I, I fought Yabatoire in uh, the semifinals one time and that was, that one felt like a finals. Then the guy after that was like, I would maybe have been intimidated at that, at, at that point, but I was like, whatever, after the madness of that Yabatoire match, like this is easy. And I just, you know, smote him, thusly smote him. Um, but like, you know, that Yabator fight felt like the finals. This this week kind of didn't feel like there was like this one crazy finals one. Like this guy had really high bat, lifetime banners. He had the highest in the group. Uh, but he did the same thing on defense like three weeks. Like this is the fourth week in a row. Like he just kept the same defenses and um, didn't place any Galactic Legends on defense. And... Uh, had had some interesting teams. I I made a couple misplays there. Um, like his new. So first off, this guy's this guy's uh, mods were crazy. His mod game was really good, really strong. Um, 
and he put it to good use. Like uh, I jumped into a fight, not like I just didn't check because I've been so, and this is foolish of me. I didn't check my uh, comparative speed with my first order uh, against his Newt and Dooku. And not only did Dooku go first, but so did Newt. And that really threw me off. I lost a match that I very rarely lose. My my first order with Kylo Ren unmasked usually win that match uh, running away, but I didn't even kill one character. So um, th- that speed stuff matters, guys, um, in case anyone listening didn't know that. Uh, speed, speed is important. And uh, anyway, so I, I had a few fails, but uh, in the long run, I, I did end up clearing. Uh, I, I did. I was fairly efficient beyond my like two fails that I had. So I don't know if that's can be eye roll inducing or not. Like, how can you be efficient after you failed? But um, yeah, so so I cleared him and not a great score. I'm, the other day, someone was uh, someone made a remark like, "Man, Zareth's been scoring in the 1800s a lot lately," and I'm like, "Dude, you try the defense, the crazy solo calls it an <laughs> fu defense, and that's exactly what it is." Like, I place a heinous, ridiculous <laughs> defense. Like, I don't know, like a defense that I'm not sure I could clear in return, and. So I'm trying to clear other people with that, and it's just going to happen that I get 1800 sometimes. So, yeah. Um, and my opponent actually give him credit; he ended up clearing me, um, but it wasn't efficient. I ended up winning by about 30 banners. So I ended up at uh, 11 and one for the season, which isn't my very best in terms of record. I've gotten a couple 12 and O's, but I mean. I'm extremely happy with 11 and one and I'm back. We're back. I'm glad we're back in five V five. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so how was, how was your final match? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about this one. So I was up against a guild mate of your nemesis, Yavatar. Um, so let me preface this about, I hate, I have, from day one, I hate zombie. Like, Nightsister zombie, to her core. Uh, I have always hated her. I've always thought that CG had a fantastic idea, but executed it wrong. And when they came out with B1, it's like they learned from their mistake, and they got it right. Um, And... I have always hated zombie cheese teams. Uh, and I mean, from Sith Raid, you know, uh, after our guild broke up and we went to Heroes, uh, I, I left the guild because they allow zombie cheese in P3. And I just hate, I hate endless loops because I, I, I don't think that they're good for the game. In fact, I know they're not good for the game. So this is the backdrop. <laughs> to my round. So my opponent is a very good player. He's from a very good PVP guild. Um, Arguably the best. Yes. Yes. I I think there is a very strong argument for that. And, um, and I, I honestly respect everyone that I know in that guild because they're, they're truly good players. Yeah. Um, whether, whether they're dicks or not, they are absolutely all monster players that I've met so far. Yes. So uh, my opponent 
always changes up his defense, so it was hard to plan for him. I knew he was going to do something tricky. He knew – I don't know if he watches me, but he knew who I was. Um, and so I decided to keep both Galactic Legends for offense. I would set a General Skywalker and Darth Revan on defense because those are both banner stealers. And I found a lot of people – are planning on Galactic Legends being on defense. And sometimes you can track them because they'll keep, you know, say the Vader counter to Rey, but they won't keep a good counter to General Skywalker or Darth Revan. Uh, And so I set Skywalker and General Grievous up front. I put my Darth Revan in the back. My defense worked exactly as I wanted it to. He... Uh, It took him multiple attempts to get through my Darth Revan. The board was set for me to clear. He set his ray with Malak to prevent my uh, Vader counter. But since I kept both Galactic Legends, I just ray mirrored it for 54 banners. It was, quite frankly, an easy win. Um, Problem is, he also set Supreme Leader Kylo with Darth Revan, Hux, and then Zombie Cheese. And, oh, well... I got stuck. A, I had bad RNG the entire night. Like I, to say if it could go wrong, it did go wrong. Not, not even an understatement. Um, But so with my Supreme leader, Kylo, I got stuck on the zombie cheese and admittedly that's because I misplayed the first part of it. And well, there's a lot I could have done. I could have put Treya in isolated zombie, then easily killed everybody on the board. I could have, I should have targeted Daka first. Like, there's so many things I could have done. But either way, I was de- I destroyed his team, except for I got stuck on zombie. Um, and my Supreme Leader Kylo killed zombie probably about a hundred or 120 times in three minutes while we just waited for the out round to end. So then I brought my Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke team in. I took down Supreme Leader Kylo and Daka, who has a 40% chance to revive a non-Knight sister. First attempt, revived Supreme Leader Kylo. I then got stuck on Zombie um, and Kylo got so his rough, ultimate. <laughs> I mean... And then Vader took Vader in. Vader didn't get it done. And actually, guys, um, not to just uh, totally yeah. ruin uh, Solo's credibility here, but it's not a 40% chance that she revives uh, someone. It's a 35% chance. I just checked the kit. <laughs> so, like, That's... even worse than he was even representing. Worse. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> F and chat, indeed. Um, so then... You know, I moved on and I was like, let, let me take, let me go kill. I need to go kill something um, to make me happy here. And so I took Night Sisters against this General Grievous team. It was a full droid team that Night Sisters should roll over. And with three other Night Sisters standing up, Grievous targeted Daka for the stun. And then before I could even do anything, uh, B1 took the very next turn and killed Daka and there, there went the night sisters. <laughs> um, 
then I faced... I can, I can tell you're on tilt when you make a snap decision to use <laughs> Night Sisters on Grievous. I can tell you're, like, inviting pain. Oh, yes. I, I, so, I've now used Night Sisters three times against Grievous in this Grand Arena season, and I am officially 0 for 3. And this is on both accounts, and both of my DACAs are over 125k health. Um, so I was quite pissed at that point. I did the one gleaming star in my eye from last night or that final round was, so I, I took um, Palp, Scion, Nihilus, and two others into a fight against JTR. And I annihilated JTR and then I lost my Nihilus. Palp died almost immediately. I wasn't expecting this attack to win. And then uh, Scion just decided to go beast mode because it was Vet Han, Vet Chewy, and BB-8 left. And Scion just said, you know what? I'm taking this over. And he did. So Scion alone <laughs> cleared the two Vets and BB-8. And I think he got Illuminated Destiny off two or three times while yeah. Scion was just there. And Scion was like, nope, having none of that. Dude. I have to say that that was a really funny point because I, I wanted to tweak you so bad because you were like, you, you were feeling like fatalistic and frustrated and on tilt. And I totally get it. Like, I'm not saying you were being un unreasonable, but like, I knew it was, I didn't feel like it was the time to say it, but like you, you were like, oh, now we'll see if Scion can clear the rest of these guys, you know, and here's the answer. He can't. And I was like, I actually, in the back of my mind, I was like, probably. Maybe not, but I think maybe he could. You know, I didn't say anything, and then he did. I wanted to just be like, you were wrong. Scion <laughs> <laughs> totally did it, and you said he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But so Scion, that that was actually fun. My biggest worry was... Pretty cool. So if I had a trail lead, I would tell you Scion could win that easily because <laughs> he would just shed the debuffs. But Scion got stunned at least three times in that. He got ability blocked a couple times. <laughs> but there he came out. Uh, but I never I never cleared the stupid zombie. Um, it, was a very, it was a very disappointing way to end this season. And you and I have talked multiple times, probably on air and off air as well, that if you go into a grand arena and – you say, somebody says to you, I guarantee you, you're making 10 and two. You're like, oh, that's fantastic. I'll take that every time. Like, I, I would love to go 10 and two, easily make Kyber. I mean, I made Kyber in the middle of my first match this week. Um, yeah, 100%. You, you always yeah. take 10. Like, if someone's like, you could go, you could have a guaranteed 10 or two, or you could try for better. Like, yeah. Unless I was just bored, like, a guaranteed 10 and two is nothing at all to scoff at like no super awesome but the way it happened the way it ended i just so pissed still still a little pissed uh, and i'm not pissed at my opponent like he deserved to win he did exactly what he needed to do i'm pissed at myself because i should have i should have easily cleared that board the problem was the you know we both sit, uh, stick such high defenses on the board that 
the second I had to take my Jedi Knight Revan team off of the planned counter of Grievous, everything went to hell. And then Night Sisters lost. And then, you know, I, I had to switch Night Sisters from my JTR counter to Grievous, and then that lost. And it was just like, oh, good Lord. I, you know, do am I going to have teams left? And the answer is no, obviously, because only certain teams can take out Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, not not the way you want to end a Grand Arena season. Um, yeah, I I agree. I I feel like that loss was just so uncharacteristic of your overall season. Are you like overall like last like three seasons? Like it, it was just like I hate to use the word like going out with a whimper. Like it just <laughs> it it you know, but it it didn't smack of like you know solo. You've been you know you you've been dominant. You've been destroying people. WTF poning noobs left and right, uh, you know, and people who aren't noobs, you're still beating them on, like, you know, you went toe to toe with GOM. It was just, you, you've had such a great few seasons. And then this one, I mean, I, I think that's just the, that's why getting 10 and two is so amazing. It, it's so great because one misstep in Grand Arena, especially again at like kind of our investment level, you know, like we've played so many years, we've spent some money, we, you know, we've spent so much time and effort on mods and all of this stuff. The people we're facing have that too. And the fact that you can win 10 out of 12 matches against these similar minded people is outstanding. And I, I feel like maybe we could just take your misadventure final fight like as kind of a, an exclamation mark on just how hard GAC is uh you know we get caught up in like oh yeah we've been, we've made kyber every time for however long but the fact is like it we we need to be grateful that we can do it at all like it, it's it's what's yeah. the percentage of people who make it like 12 percent or something make it to kyber I feel like I read that yeah. somewhere yeah, it's something small. Well, when you think about it, there's 100,000 people in Division One, and not that many make Kyber. It's like, I think, 4,000, 5,000. Um, yeah, it, it's so, it, it you know, it is, it, it is something fantastic to be proud of. It's just kind of a womp womp to, to kind of end it. Um, yeah, so that was our weeks, at least on the main accounts. Um, so before we, before we move on, um, I, I, one thing I didn't touch on that I just wanted to discuss just for a short time. Um, (laughs) and I would, I just wanted to, so, so bounty hunters guys, um, (laughs) I'm just impressed like crazy, but every time I see, uh, the new bounty hunters, like the way you can set them up. Um, there, there's a bunch of different loadouts, a bunch of different things. We really don't need to get into that, but um, I will say like, so my one, one really crappy thing that happened on my second match was I crashed using night sisters uh, in the quote unquote guaranteed win against uh, Geonosians, which it is, it is pretty close to as close as a get, excuse me, as close to a guarantee as possible in Grand Arena, provided you have the right gear and set up on the Night Sisters. Um, I crashed though, and I was like, man, 
I don't know if I have the, enough teams now to beat this. <laughs> As it turned out, my bounty hunters were just fast enough to all go in enough turn order and timely fashion that uh, Mando actually got his contract and just shot the brute alpha before any geos went. Um, it was kind of a lucky, uh, a lucky situation for that to happen. It was a pretty slow brute alpha, etc. Um, but just want to show, throw a warning out there, guys. Like, I think bounty hunters are the new imperial troopers. Like, I think they're going to start taking down some unlikely teams, and I think that it's going to—it's already happening, and people just aren't aware of it. Yeah, I well, I mean, they've always been a strong team, and. I do think – so everybody talks about Mando. I actually like Grief the best out of those two. I mean, Mando with his disintegrate is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I like Grief the best on that Bounty Hunter team. I I think he just adds so much to it between the retribution, the mass assist call. Um, he's got days – like. he's my favorite of the two. Yeah, I think he's great. Um, I'll tell you what, once you get your contract and you send that mass assist and everyone's doing like if you have his Zeta, Mm -hmm. everyone, everyone has all those buffs and everything and they just tear someone down. I was like, Oh my goodness. I couldn't believe like I've been using bounty hunters on offense forever. Could not believe their output with griefs mass assist. Um, I, I should add that I used an aura sing lead. She was gear 10. She had contributed like nothing besides her lead. It was crazy. Like (laughs) (laughs) that, that's basically what she does. Yeah. Um, I actually, I used an aura. Oh, well, not to success last night. Never mind. I did use an aura lead, but trying to use gear 11, bounty hunters did not work for me but yeah I I think bounty hunters are going to provide a lot of fun I see more and more people that steal uh, Bastila off of their Darth Revan team and then set Darth Revan on defense and of course that's your favorite team to take out now uh, thanks to bounty hunters (laughs) so I, I think it'll be interesting but it's funny you say they're the new troopers while I'm saying troopers are the new troopers. <laughs> um, oh, and that, that's fair, I guess. Because so you, you can make your point. Yeah, make, make yeah. your point. Because Piet with the troopers is, um, he's, he just makes them hit so hard. Uh, just so, so hard. Uh, and it's a lot of fun to watch them. And, it's a lot of fun to watch Snowtrooper just do an AOE and every one of his hits is for 50,000. You're like, well, there goes that entire team. I mean, I'm taking people out left and right. I think the last 5v5, I used my troopers maybe three times. This 5v5, there was a total of one battle, and that was last night that I didn't use my troopers in. Yeah, I used my troopers a lot this week, too. But it's always a crapshoot of if uh, the thing is, the fact is, I don't feel entirely comfortable with a gear 10 Piet, even if he was gear 11 at four stars. Once he's reliced, man, I think I'm going to use him all over the place. Right now, 
I swear, I've used a Vader lead, or I've used him in Vader counters to take on Ray in Arena and stuff, and it's cool, it's fun. But one tiny thing goes wrong, and he evaporates, and then your whole plan goes to hell. So, <clears throat> like, yeah. he just doesn't have the resilience yet. He, you're right, though. He is obnoxious AF. He is so strong. <laughs> yeah, that that's why I use him in Troopers, because if the other team gets a turn, I'm not winning anyway. <laughs> um so use him in troopers and hopefully just kill everybody before he gets or before they get a turn. Because like you said, I mean, you can blow on him and it'll fall over. Uh, but he he's my new favorite of the like B characters, I guess you could say. And I know when he hits G13, he might become an A character. He probably will become an A character. But at gear 11, I think he's still a B character uh, right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. We'll see what happens with Piet. I'm well, we'll also see. I'm hoping tomorrow, man, I hope we get the kits for the new galactic legends, or at the very least we get the final announcement for what tunes we're going to need that would hit at the exact same time uh, as the two week time frame that we've been getting. Um, though, though they did leave a little room for, uh, you know, variation. If we don't get it tomorrow, don't, don't riot. I mean, right. or do, but um, I won't respect you if you do for that. So um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping though, I hope we get that information and then we'll see like, is Piet just fool's gold? Is he just going to be glued to the emperor's side? You know, just like Hux. I love yeah. Hux's lead. I would oh, love yeah. to place Hux lead on defense. Honestly, he, he does some gross stuff, but He's uh, he's just going to stay with Supreme Leader Kylo forever, I think. And it's a wasted Zeta. Uh, or is it a Zeta? I don't remember now. I honestly don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I I'm really interested. To, you know, I'm more interested in seeing how the new Galactic Legends, how their teams end up settling. Because I think Supreme Leader Kylo just basically keeps his First Order team because... It, it makes sense. Um, but they did say that the new Galactic Legends are going to have the same, like, broad synergy of light side and dark side. So I'm really curious to see, especially with Luke, who is going to be a Jedi, or at least they said have Jedi synergy. You know, you, you have the Titan team with Rey and Arena right now. Where how do those teams break up now? Um, because it, it's going to be really fun to see that part of it. I know. I'm like, gosh, is Revan going to just, is Jedi Revan just going to go back into obscurity now? Like <laughs> not, not, not that he's ever been in obscurity exactly, but he was definitely starting to wane a little bit uh, in terms of overall importance as we went, as we marched through the, uh, the like Darth Revan and then we had General Skywalker and then we had the Galactic Legends, like, and then the Galactic Legends, I guess, did kind of recall yeah. him, you know, with Jedi uh, Luke coming out and all of that, but like... He was starting, in my opinion, to wane a little bit. Like, yeah, he's good, but like CLS kills him, Padme kill everyone kills him. Right. Yeah. And, and now Jedi Re Jedi Luke is here, and it's like, oh, cool. Like they they go well together. Let's let's do that. And then is is Master Luke gonna come along? And he's like, uh, 
oh, I see your, I see you have Jedi Revan, uh, or I, I see you have Jedi Luke. Yoink! Like he's on my squad now. Right. I, I and I think, I think the Jedi probably do end up, end up with Master Luke because, here's the thing: the the number one reason that Jedi Knight Revan popped up with uh, all these Ray teams is because if you don't kill Revan first, because of Savior, you're essentially killing an extra team or an extra member of the team because you have to kill Kenobi twice or gas twice or um, Jedi Knight Luke twice. So here's my question. If Jedi Master Luke ends up being a Jedi, will Savior apply to Je- a galactic legend? That's a scary thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thought. That's, That's a... No, yeah. I don't like that thought. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, these are the things that keep me up at night. Uh, and also, <laughs> why I need to go for uh, Jedi Master Luke first. <laughs> Indeed, yep. <laughs> That's OPF. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyways, I, I didn't mean to make this into a huge long discussion. I, we have a bunch yeah. of podcast questions. Um, we do. And people ask these on our Discord server. We'll talk about our Discord server a little bit later on how to get there. But we have an entire channel devoted <laughs> on that server just to asking us questions that we then answer on our podcast. So um, without further ado, the first question is, uh, do you think Galactic Legend Luke or Palp will have something in their kit that specifically makes it harder for Galactic Legend Ray or Supreme Leader Kylo to beat them? If they don't, then I feel like Arena is going to get even crazier than it already is. If there's four characters that can all easily counter each other, I was one of the first people in my shard to get a Galactic Legend. I got Ray, and I'm already starting to drop into the 30s each day since everyone else has enough time to farm their Galactic Legend. Uh, so this is... I think that question is the big, how do you want to put it? Like the big test for these galactic legends. They have said that uh, these galactic legends are all going to be equal in power. They just have different, it it sounds like their ultimates are going to be different. Uh, You know, they said Luke and Palp are going to quote unquote transform. We really don't know what that means. I'm wondering if that is going to be the ultimate or if these characters don't have the ultimate and instead it's some other mechanic that transforms. Um, I, so what I hope and for the good of the game, essentially, and I think I've said that said it on here before is what I would like to see is all the galactic legends that they release are all about equal in power. So when, it comes to like three years from now. If you're not like us chasing the galactic legends, as soon as they come out, you can say, uh, Oh, I like Sith. I'm going to follow the Sith, you know, tree and get to a galactic legend palp or man. I really like first order. They're my favorite faction. I'm going to go to Supreme leader Kylo and you can do all this. And, because it takes a whole ton of gearing and it gets you a equally strong character. And then the, the ways that they control the arena metas are more by legendary drops. Uh, 
good example of that is, you know, Ray was falling behind in the arena meta, and then Jedi Knight Luke got released, and Ray was like, oh, no, no, I'm still here, guys. Don't you worry. Um, and so I'd like to see it that way. Uh, I think it's better for the overall strength of the game to do it that way because it lets people farm what they want. And if they do that, if they do it that way, I won't mind them releasing a new Galactic Legend every six months because it's not like as a free-to-play player like I am on my alt, you have to chase every new Galactic Legend and requiring 15 characters, you just can't chase that meta fast enough. Um, So I'm hoping that these new ones can beat Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo, but that it's going to be more rock, paper, scissor. That That's what I'm hoping. And then any future legendaries kind of sets the tone for what the meta is. Yeah, I, I don't really know exactly what I, I think about it. I, I guess my my biggest thing is like, where, where are they getting their money from with the, with this? Like yeah, it, with arena, like this is almost them saying like, Hey guys, arena isn't as important. Like in my opinion, that's, that's kind of what they're saying is, is like, we don't get as much money from people who are desperate to keep up in arena um, as we get from people who are desperate to help their guild in territory wars and therefore, you know, like over invest to get another galactic legend or something. Um, so I guess to me, that's, that's the biggest question is what, what are they doing? Um, what, what purpose are they serving? Like what do, how do they, how do they think they're going to make the most money? And that's not be, being cynical. I guess you could perhaps read it as that, but I mean, they're a business, they're trying to maximize their profit. I mean, Right. If if that's bad, then whatever. Like, if that's annoying to you, then I guess like deal with it because that's how this game is and has always been, um, or at least for a lot of things. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, I have zero problem with them wanting to make money. Um, I want them to make money because I want to keep playing the game for years and years to come. <laughs> that that's the long and the short of it. I you know. I don't want it to be one of the reasons I liked this game when I first started was because it was very free to play friendly in that you can farm whatever character you wanted. It might take you six months to get him or four months to get them, but you could get the character you wanted. I've played too many games or at least have tried to play too many games where it's like to beat this level, you need X character. And you can only get X character by pulling these crystals and you have a 0.05% chance to get said character. Good luck. Have fun. Buy more crystals. Um, And they haven't headed that direction in this game. And so let them make their money. (laughs) Let it still be free-to-play friendly. I know know Relic 5 is not free-to-play friendly. Um... Trust me, my alt feels it every day. Uh, but compared to other games, it's more free-to-play friendly. And they said at the beginning of all this that they did want Grand Arena take, to take more importance than uh, normal arena. That's literally why they called it Grand Arena. Uh, and they did want to move the focus off of arena. 
And so I think you're right in that they're trying, they're trying to do that. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see if we're actually right, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, uh, next question here. Why does CG hate new players locking Jedi Master Luke Skywalker behind two GET1 tunes? He doesn't. Uh, or they don't. Um, so I, I have a lot of problem with this because I completely understand why every new player wants to get the newest Galactic Legends. Like, I, I do. At the same time, I don't think you should be able to get every Galactic Legend just by spending a butt-ton of money, basically. So that, that's basically what it is. Um, I do have problems with, I think, that Hoda and Wampa should be farmable a different way than just Hot DB, because asking your player base to kind of about face and go uh, do early game content is just kind of, I don't think that's a good business model. I mean, I've been saying this since these speculation has come out back in June, basically. I don't think that's a good business model, but I don't think that having it gated by GEP one tunes is really an issue. Like, I, I just don't – it's annoying. I get it. But I, I just don't see it as big a problem. Yeah, I, I, I guess to me, I – Galactic Legends are not for new players. Right. Like, new players shouldn't – it's not wise for a new player to go and buy – a galactic legend you can do it with ray and kylo to an extent like still probably takes a few months to go to get everything in place but you can do it we see people every once in a while with screenshots from people like in division eight with uh supreme leader kylo ultimate <laughs> like that's so stupid but um right like it, it's not a good idea it's not balanced it's not like you know, we've talked about it a long time and people keep asking us for a hard number of GP. Like, at what point do I need to start working on Galactic Legends? And I don't, I don't think a hard number is right. I think the fact that the idea is you need a good, really solid foundation. You need bounty hunters to be worked up, for instance. I'm, I'm a firm believer, even though they, they're not required as a counter to anything right now. Like, they affect so many aspects and facets of the game. Like, working on bounty hunters is wise, uh, having that foundation, um, you know, having, having a good Padme team, having a good Luke team, having a good, um, you know, I, I could go on. I just, all these other squads, yes, they're lesser than Galactic Legends, but once you take that step into those high relics for no gain, like Phasma and Rose, you're going to start getting matched up with a bunch of a-holes and it's going to be a lot harder to actually like compete because all you've got is one really top heavy squad and, and so like people right. saying cg hates players uh i i feel like that's false it, yes it can be frustrating that if your account hasn't been 
uh, working on that. Like if you haven't, if it blindsided you that you were going to need Hoda and Wampa, but like they're uh, overall like that it's, it's consistent with, um, you know, end game requirements, I guess is my main thing. So, yeah. So this game specifically is all about kind of progression and resource management. Galactic Legends are not meant for early game progression. Like, they're just not. Like you said, they are horrible, horrible for you, your roster, early on in the game. I mean, and people have told me, you know, well, you look in the people that have them in Division 5, you set Supreme Leader Kylo on defense, and um, he can't be beat, and you win every Grand Arena that might be true when you're going up against the the average players in the first two weeks, but in Grand Arena, but what's going to happen the second somebody that's because I think having the Galactic Legends like automatically promotes you from division eight up to like division four, basically, because it's just so much GP fluff uh, that they're going to have a gas and a Darth or a Darth Revan and they can set gas down below Darth Revan up top. You can't, you set your Kylo on defense. All your GP is sitting in the Kylo requirements and you can't get past their gas and Darth Revan and they just beat your top zone and they kind of laugh as they're, they're winning their way because you literally only have one team. Um, well, that, that's just the thing. Like it, you know, and it's a little bit inaccurate to say <clears throat> that you get all the way up to Division Four, but the fact is, yeah, like you have one team that can kill any other team or that can defend against any other team, and yeah. you're going to make some people mad because you can't. They're not going to be able to get their full, their full clear against you. But if you keep Kylo or if you put him on defense, you don't have another meta team to even take out like Commander Luke. You can't even right. do that. Like <laughs> you can't beat Geos. Yeah, like you're you're just sitting there, uh, like with your thumb uh, somewhere unsanitary, and <laughs> it's I don't know, it, it's a poor decision in my opinion. So, it, you know, the cutoff point is once you've developed your roster to a great, uh, you know, your foundation to a great degree, then start working on Galactic Legends. I I can understand why, like there. You know, we we have uh, one of our uh, patrons is uh, the Dr. Jojo, and he is he's like incensed that he he doesn't have enough shards for Hoda and Wampa, and I get that. Um, you know, I can understand like he's he has both Galactic Legends, and he's like at you know he's in Division One, but really low in it, and a lot of his advantage comes from having the most advanced roster he had. Like he's he's done a yeah. good job of like really leveraging that advantage and. So now suddenly that advantage is not available to him. I get, I get that sucks. I do. I just, right. I tend to think like this is more consistent with end game philosophy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, <clears throat> okay. So uh, let's move on to the next one. Cause we did spend a decent amount of time on that one. Um, we did. Wow. <laughs> Good for us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In your opinion, which mod sets and primaries are best for General Skywalker when GLs are not a factor? Um, 
So basically just for his mirrors or beating Darth Revan teams. Man, I, I so my answer when I first had uh, General Skywalker, like, so back when there wasn't Galactic Legends, my answer would have been uh, defense sets with protection, primaries for the most part. And then when, when Galactic Legends came out, though, I switched. I was like, okay, now I need him to be just crazy offense, you know, like not, you know, protection where I can find it because uh, he does get a nice bonus from 501st, but uh, he's not always going to go with 501st. He's, uh, you know, he, he can be plug and play with a counter to take out a Galactic Legend. So when I switched to offense, uh, just going heavy offense on him, I have ever since then been so impressed with that. Like he just destroys all the things. It, it Like if you dial him up for offense, it is truly a sight to behold. Like before it was like, yeah, he kind of hits hard, but now it's it's like... If he if he's alive, he will kill you. So to <laughs> yeah. me, like that's, I would still go with offense. I think I, th- I think that's my answer right now. I I just have been so impressed with it. What about you, Solo? I so I have always run an offense set on him. I still ran the protection primaries, um, but I have always run an offense set on him. So I. I'm always proponent of increasing his offense. Um, and I, I would still, I would still do that. I would, you know, a protection circle, run a protection circle with him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you got that one. <laughs> um, you know, but like you said, he might sit down faster, but gas mirror, if you're going up in a gas mirror, you're going to play it smarter than AI at, it honestly doesn't matter how your gas is modded. Um, <laughs> in fact, uh, since since I've remodded my gas, I've done a couple gas mirrors, and they end the same. It's, you know, you just sit down faster, which means you stand up faster, and then you kill fives, and they kill, like, wrecks and make super clones, and you win. Um, so... When it comes to the arrow, though, I would do an offense arrow. I would do, I'd probably do a crit damage triangle and then an offense cross with an offense set. Um, sure. And honestly, if you're going pure offense, I think the math actually checks out. Like, yes, crit damage is great, but if you have a good offense triangle instead, like they're kind of interchangeable. Um, yeah. But, and, and that's fair. Um, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's that's definitely fair. For the secondary set, I'd probably run. I don't even know what I'm running, but I'd probably run a defense set. I think I like Just, potency there. But defense is good too, though. Yeah. Let me see what I have. I'll I'll look real quick. I I, I couldn't even pretend to tell you. <laughs> um, I have but, health on mine, but I yeah, I I think I have defense, and it's you know six of one, half a dozen or the other there. Oh, no, actually, I have health. I have health. Um, I, I think either – they're kind of interchangeable at that point. I think technically defense is a little better than health, but either way. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, anyways, we should we can get on to the next question, I suppose. Yeah. If we must. What Grand Arena compositions would you use with an R7 Sidious and an R4 Maul? 
<laughs> what a uh, question. <laughs> I think this is a, this is a very pointed question, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, I, so on my alt, this was in 3v3. I ran, because uh, I have the Maul Zeta, and he's geared 12. I ran uh, Maul, I think it was Maul, Dooku, and Malik to very, very good uh, results. Uh, in 5v5, so I, I guess it depends where you are. So if you're at the lower end of Division One, so you're in that four to five million range, or even the high end of Division Two, where you're still placing some teams down that are just kind of meh, you know, like those have a couple gear 11s, you really want to improve the team. Like you can make a decent mall team if you wanted to. Um, and he's going to be at R4 and you'll have an R7 Sidious. And it wouldn't surprise me if the next three requirements are sit or three of the next five are sit as well. So maybe we should just table this and talk about it next <laughs> week. Cause honestly, I, I think the team, I think you can create a mall team at that gear level. Um, and Actually, with R5 Dooku as well, I think you will be able to create a team, but let's find out what other relics. Here, I'm just going to highlight this, and we'll come back to it because hmm. there's going to be more shit to talk about. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what they end up cooking up. Like, I, w- I could totally see, like, somehow them making uh, Sith em- Emperor, whatever, S-E-E. Like, it's going to be an awkward acronym to say uh c <laughs> um i yeah. think they we, we're gonna end up seeing uh like he could totally turd polish one of the one or more multiple uh sith like he right. could make them good like holda wasn't good until like she was okay she had her like corner case uses but now she's on a lot of ray teams because she uh helps limit the critical chance uh you know, she reduces critical chance. So, um, it, you know, it, that's a good example of like Ray really benefits from that, as it turns out. And um, well, I think we're going to see more. Agreed. We're going to see I, more of that. I do agree. And R7 Sidious, um, and it was mentioned in our chat, but in R7 Sidious with health sets is absurd. You know, we had a. Uh, in our old guild, we had an officer, uh, sad, his name is sad, uh, that was obsessed, still is, with Sidious, and had him gear 12 plus 5, and had the Zeta on him, and actually my alt has him gear 12 plus 5 with the Zeta on him too, and he actually, if you build his health up enough, he can do some work for you, um, so I, I think that R7 Sidious, he's going to end up getting used somewhere, whether it's with Vader or it's with Palp or he just gets added as um, an extra with the Treya team, uh, you know, that you use. I think he's going to get used because he has Expose, 
he has a huge health pool to survive. And under a trail lead, he's going to be regaining health every time he does that AOE and uh, basically healing the Treya team as well. He has uh, healing immunity built in. The kit, I think, is going to work pretty decently. And people just kind of forgot about him because he's an old tune. So he's probably the one I'm most excited about right now. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk. We can talk again next week when we know the requirements. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, all right. So let's let's try to do a, a lightning round. I don't know if that works here, actually. but I think it, I think it will. Uh, the next – Four questions are kind of fast. Yeah, let's let's see how fast we can do it. Let's see. So, in what order are the three following characters most useful in Grand Arena at Gear Eleven? Mando, Grief, Three Baka. Yes, all of them are. I so from my experience, I'd probably put it uh, Three Baka, Grief, Mando in that order, and the reason is because. Grief has more survivability at gear 11 just because he starts stealth and um, basically stays stealth the entire time. Three Baka completely ch- transforms teams at gear 11. And Mando, at gear 11, Mando is basically only there for a disintegrate. He starts hitting harder when you get him geared up. Um, but at gear 11, he's there for one move. So I, I would say it's Three Baka, Grief, and Mando. Yep, that's the order I would probably go in. Maybe, depending on how worked up your um, bounty hunters are, Grief and Ormando might go up one spot, um, just just depending. But in a vacuum, I will say that those two aren't that great. But in the context of a great bounty hunter squad, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, next one. Do you think we'll actually get a legendary character from The Mandalorian, or will it be like the prepared scoundrels from Solo? <laughs> if we're talking short-term, I'm 98% sure it's going to be like the prepared scoundrels from Solo. If we're talking about long-term, I think eventually we might get a legendary from Mandalorian. So, I, I'm not going to say never, but I think in the next, you know, two to three months, I don't think we see a legendary from the Mandalorian tunes. Well, it all just, it would all just be so weird to me. Like, I just, I, I struggle to, to fathom like, okay, so they're, they're giving us all these, this time to farm grief, Mando and um, Kara. And I just finished Kara's farm today. Um, yeah. I did do a bunch of refreshes and stuff, but that's mostly to get ready for, uh, further releases uh like mothma's coming out soon hopefully uh anyways i i just yeah i so we'll have three characters that are basically ready and we've been we've had three months or more to get ready for them and then like it'll just be weird if they release some a legendary that we have three characters already totally prepped for like will we have a well i guess they could give us a panic farm to get kuil and ig 11 or whatever i just a weird it's be a weird setup I think we will get more Mando characters and we'll get them soon. And I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we'll get a legendary for a while, but if we did, it would be a second Mandalorian. Yeah. My, my big problem with who's the legendary going to be is literally who's the legendary going to be because if we're in season three of the show, you can make an argument that one of the characters is legendary, kind of, you know, um, 
but right now, like Baby Yoda is the legendary, aka the child. Like I just don't see them making the child a legendary character. Like I, I just don't. Um, I could be wrong. I've known to be wrong on this podcast before, but I think I think you're right. If we get a legendary. One day, it's going to be the Mandalorian. It'll be like the Mandalorian legendary at the end of season three. So next year, we'll get a legendary Mandalorian or something. Yeah, well, who knows? Who who, who can tell? CG has been playing their cards extremely close to their chest. Like, I am so confused as to what's going even going on. We used to have themes... We could talk about this for a while, so we should probably yeah. <laughs> probably move on. But I I am confused as to what their release schedule is, and it seems like a little bit they are too. So, uh, next question, and this is a great one for Solo to answer, especially is using a cheese team equivalent to being a dick or just being evil. <laughs> um. I think if you have to use cheese to win and you're saying that you're not as good as the other side or you're scared that they're going to beat you. That's my personal opinion. That's, and that's not just based on last night. That's not directed at anyone in particular. I've literally been saying that since uh, the days of paper zombie. Like if you have to rely on a cheap mechanic that an endless loop mechanic to win I just think that means that you're scared of actually winning straight up. Personal could, opinion. Uh, that could well be. I uh, I have a little bit different approach, though. It's similar. So I used to play a tabletop miniatures game called Warhammer 40K, and there there were certain things, like the rules weren't necessarily airtight. I don't know how they are now. I haven't played for a while. I know that the some of the tournament players say that their rules are more airtight but back then like they used to say like here are the rules but it's more of like a hobby game you know like they, they didn't really cater to the tournament crowd which is frustrating uh anyways there, there were certain certain levels of like you know endless loop potential for certain uh like interactions with the rules and the way you know like it was it was like well clearly they didn't intend for this like yes it makes this team viable but only because of this one weird just bizarre rules interaction that wasn't you know hasn't been uh just like taken out of the game yet and, and so that you know we'd have this endless debate of like well is this too it, like should we ban this in tournaments even though it's technically allowed should we what should we do and I guess my my response to it was like in general I was fine with as long as most people didn't want to uh, play against it like I'm fine with you know having that kind of a ban or whatever but like I I was always like I want my play experience to be positive with the people I'm playing against which you know this was an across the table kind of environment so it's a little different um you know you don't have to talk to your opponent in Grand Arena if you don't want to but like I was always like let's have fun. And, you know, if I can make you enjoy me beating you, then I've like accomplished something great. <laughs> and so I, I never did take any of those cheese teams just because I didn't want people to have a bad experience. And maybe that sounds a little too soft or something. I, I think if I end up fighting against someone who's really good and I need an edge, 
I might go to a cheese team. I don't know. Um, that said, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I think, I think that in general, I, I don't really like that, especially, especially when there's not like a really wonderful clear cut way to counter it. So, yeah, I, so, so, you know, uh, part of our Patreon is we, we coach players in grand arena and this came up in during three V three when the SLK DACA zombie thing was going on. One of the guys I coached fought me tooth and nail. I was like, no, don't place this team. He's like, but I'll, pr- I'll probably get an instant win because it can't be beat and it could be beat, but it's like, but that's, it's just not playing the game cleanly. Like, it's exactly like I said, like you put that team down. If you think that you're going to struggle to beat your opponent, like, like I said, if you have to rely on a gimmick that kind of tells you everything you need and you might get the win. Congratulations. You might get the win. Um, but you won on a gimmick. You didn't win because of strategy. You won because, zombie got advantage and it's impossible to take advantage off zombie. Like that's, that's why you won. Um, so I'm just, I'm not a fan. Like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I, I've left guilds that wanted to use cheese because I just don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think that you should abuse a mechanic that's so obviously broken. Um, See, and you'd you'd fall into the um, man. It, it's so funny. You you you're like you're easily part of the rules as intended group. Like, I, oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, the that those were the that was the two camps: rules as written versus you know raw or ray. You know, rules <laughs> as intended. Like yeah, that was the endless debate. Lots of name calling. It was like politics. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Uh, Gosh, well, uh, it's hard to disagree. Like, I feel like both sides have valid points. So, of co- of course they do. Of course they do. And I mean, if CG had just fixed the uh, P three Night Sister Cheese like a year and a half ago, when they said this is not working as intended, we're going to fix it eventually, and then they just realized. I think the problem is. Zombie is such a broken kit, and they already tried to fix it once. Uh, and they don't, they honestly don't know how to fix it. I think that's CG's problem. They don't know how to fix Zombie without completely changing her. And so they're just kind of sweeping it under the rug and, and ignoring it. Oh, that's tough to fix. And now it's irrelevant. So, well, now, yeah, now, now it is. That particular one. Yeah. Um, anyways, that wasn't lightning round at all, but that was yeah. probably something we needed to discuss. So, probably. all right. Final question. Since Jedi Knight Luke is needed for Jedi Master Luke, do you, spelled with a U, think Cam could be needed for Sith Eternal Emperor? I think, well, is it possible? It, it, yes. Physically possible, yes. It is physically possible. I think if they do that, you will see 
boatload of people quit the game because they've just made it so hard to get Cam. I honestly don't think that that would be a good move for them. With that said, they're probably going to do it. Um, but <laughs> I I think that would be awful. I think the Cam mission is it, – it's almost like the joke of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And I know we already have some seven-star Cams, and I know other guilds are going to be unlocking next month. I know most people have figured out by now how to approach the mission – uh, but the fact that Cam requires Zoom calls and intense modding and strategy and planning, I just think if they do that, if they require Cam, you're going to piss off a lot of the casual spenders. Um, and when I say casual spenders, I don't mean dolphins. I mean all the people that you look at the first two weeks in Grand Arena before you get pushed up into the more successful divisions of the collectors that don't really have great mods, but they still have six and a half million GP because they've bought all the characters. I think that that's what ends up pissing them off. Um, so I, I don't think, I also didn't think that they were going to require Jedi Knight Luke. So Please feel free to tell me I'm wrong in a day and a half. I don't think they require Cam, though. Dude, uh, so I, I partially agreed with you on the Jedi Knight Luke. Like, I thought, you know, clearly you and I had a, a little bit different expectations and, uh, you know, like what we thought was going to happen. Um, that being said, uh, you know, I, I thought there was a good chance of Jedi Luke and, you know, we disagreed, but... I still kind of, I, I was more on your side than I was on my side. I was like, I think it's more possible than you think it is. Like, I, yeah. I, I think it would be inconsistent, not et cetera. Um, I don't need to revisit that, that discussion. But I, I just say it to, to say this, though, to make this point. I think it would be insane for them to do it. I think it would be so crazy to require yeah. Cam. Like, crazy to me just to require that character. Like, I don't, I don't see how they could do it. Like it would already be stretched. Like I would already be a little bit surprised with uh, them requiring Treya. Like they, they can, and, and I think they, they should if they want to, whatever, but like, you know, Treya is already kind of time gated, you know, like you, yeah. your guild, even if you get top results in a guild, which you're probably not going to for a while, like it, it takes months to get Treya all the way up to seven stars, like Cam, most people are at a state where they don't actually have a reliable countdown to even unlock him. Right. I, I think if they require cam, you are going to see if people don't quit, you're going to see a ton of guilds break up like immediately. Oh, man. Literally yeah. like the announcement comes tomorrow and by next dark side TV, which is in a week, there's going to be like 50 guilds that have broken up because part of the thing with cam is everyone's right now kind of saying like, eh, I, I want him, but he's, he's not the greatest character right now. Well, what do you even do once you have him? Right. I think the second you see a use for cam and now that there's seven star cams that, that guilds have, if we start seeing like strong teams, this is also going to push it. But 
the second people see a use for Cam, it's going to be like you go to re- the recruit server. <laughs> And yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you go to the recruit server and it's just going to be my guild's breaking up. My guild's breaking up. I need cam shirts. I need cam shirts. I need cam shirts. It's, it's going to be a bloodbath with guilds, um, which maybe the game needs that. I think sometimes you do need a good guild shakeup. <laughs> uh, I think once the, if they announce a new well, raid in November, That'll definitely do it. That'll just do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think needing Cam, it's just going to be like death and destruction. All the big, all the big, big guilds are going to end up having big alliances. You know, like instead of having two or three guilds, you're going to see like subset alliances just where their leaders basically coach people through Cam shards and they have a new name on a guild. Like it's going to be. It's uh, yeah. Uh, CG, please yeah. don't require cam. That Dear and Lord. it's going to be months before I can, year before I can even get cam, and I'd like to get both Galactic Legends. So please don't require him. <laughs> please, yep, yeah. <laughs> Love the gambit. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's move on to our penultimate uh, segment here, guys. Uh, we, we both have alts. Uh, high functioning alts and um it, so we, we like to play them uh i make yeah. videos for them i've been chasing top 10 it's been it's no secret that i've been trying for that this season um uh, that's in division three solo you uh you play at a high level with your alt it's over six million gp what um how did you do this week on your alt <laughs> so this week was kind of a. Uh, I didn't have time to play it. So real life got really busy. Uh, Sister-in-law had a baby. And so for five or six nights this week, uh, I was babysitting my three-year-old niece. And so I didn't have enough time to focus on both, both accounts. Like I got my daily stuff done on my alt account, but I honestly didn't scout or plan anything uh, on my alt. So I ended up going one and two, which is kind of frustrating because the guy in the second round, I lost my first one only because of fleets. Like literally I got a 47 on my fleet battle and I needed a 58 to win and stupid negotiator mirror match. Um, And then the second round I should have I should have easily won because this guy, he doesn't really, like, he didn't really do much. He puts Malik with an EP team. He always puts Kylo on defense. Um, If I had prepared, if I had done advanced scouting, I could have easily been prepared for him. I didn't, though. And so I ended up two-shotting his Supreme Leader Kylo because I just didn't have what I needed uh, to beat a Kylo. And so I ended up getting the loss, which was frustrating because it was frustrating to myself. It's kind of like my last fight in uh, on my main account where I'm pissed off, but it's more pissed off at myself because I should have approached it different. And this one, pissed off at myself because if I spent five minutes scouting, I would have seen exactly what his defense was going to be, and I would have been prepared for it easily. And I could have stopped him easily, but I didn't because I, I just didn't 
I didn't put any time or effort into it and I lost. And then the final round. So I, my, I stopped babysitting my niece Saturday morning. Uh, and so I was able to scout and prep for my final match. And I wiped the board with him basically. Or blighter. Yes. Um, but so I had a really bad week at one and two. In fact, I think this is my first one and two ever in Grand Arena. Now that I think about it, um, it's kind of sad. On, on your alt? Just in general. You <laughs> had one my week alt. that was 0 and 3. So I, I remember oh, that because I was I just like shocked out of my mind that you had that. You're Not right. To call negative attention to you, but no, no, I was on trial that week. You're right. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah so I, it was a bad week, but um, I still ended up finishing nine and three. I came into this week at eight and one, so I I made Kyber easily without even winning the first match, and so it really all doesn't matter. But now that we talked about my failures, let's talk about your alt account who. Like you said, you were on a chase for top 10. So how'd your alt count do this week? Oh, man, it's, it's been quite the ride, honestly. I, uh, I have, yeah, I, I, let me think. So um, I was on a 60-something win streak, long win streak. Um, going into this round, I've gotten all the feats. I've done, I've cleared all my opponents mostly efficiently. Uh, I had a couple scares, but... Um, undefeated going into this so nine and oh <clears throat> and um my first match was just the same as the other ones just pretty easy um <clears throat> this is division three i keep my relics super low on that account and so i end up uh end up faced off against a bunch of uh unsavory characters who gear random stuff um without direction and so i usually just you know, I, I, I just beat, I beat him pretty hard. And it's, that's, that's just how it works with the setup that I have. Not, not trying to brag. That's just kind of how I've gamed the system a little bit. Um, and uh, so the first round, I, it was like, okay, cool. But then when I scout, when I was, I was like, okay, I better scout. That, that's one of the conceits of my, uh, of my alt is I don't actually scout my opponents. I just place the same defenses every single round. And so, um, my second round, um, my second round was against a guy who had almost the same number of lifetime banners as my alt, which is crazy. My alt has lost almost no rounds at all, um, and the guy was undefeated. Really strong roster. Had General Skywalker. Had Darth Revan. Everything he placed. Very few things of of that nature on defense, though. And I actually. For the first time ever on my alt, I changed my defenses to add a Padme team. Uh, who knows how much that threw him off. I ended up full clearing him for a really efficient number. Uh, I was even more on it than my previous match where I didn't really have to try that hard. Um, so I got the full clear. Uh, it, it was a really high banner level, like over 1750. Um, and he one-shotted me, and I still won by 20-something. Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, I, I did win. It was kind of nerve wracking though. Like clearly the guy knows what he's doing. Uh, my alt is just stupid though. So um, that I was like, okay, good. I got my bad match. Uh, like I got my hard match out of the way. And then lo and behold, my final match, man, so crazy. So 
I have never faced someone with a Relic 7 General Skywalker or even a Relic General Skywalker when they place him on defense. They always keep him for offense because they're scared of my General Skywalker. And this guy always habitually, I scouted him, he habitually places General Skywalker on defense with his Relic clones. And I was like, I don't have a way. My General Skywalker can't win that mirror. I have gear 11s in there. I have gear 12s in there. It's a huge cluster. My General Skywalker's only Relic 2 can't win that mirror match. So um, what what happened was... um, so he places that, he places other good things. Uh, he's a good player on offense. Uh, I, I kept my Padme this time, changed it back to Ewoks in their trusty spot. Um, and then I, I knew I had to two-shot the uh, the General Skywalker team. So what I did, I put Watt in with General Grievous. Grievous is, you know, gear. Uh, he's Relic 3. He's my highest Relic level. Um, and then I, I put... I put the rest of um, oh, well, so all my other droids are relicted as well on that squad, even my Magna Guard. Um, so we went in. I, my goal was to kill, like to drop Skywalker, take all the protection off of all the guys, um, and uh, kill Rex, which would then kill Fives, and then I'd be good. So Fives would be dead, and then I could try to take him out with Padme. What ended up happening was a little better. I ended up killing uh, Rex, like planned. And then I actually killed Rex again after Fives sacrificed himself. Uh, And then I got dispatched like the noob Grievous is. But that was fine. Um, Padme went in, cleaned up the mess, and... After that, I dropped almost no banners at all. I dropped those those initial 20 uh, for that fail. And my opponent, he waited forever to attack, uh, was stressing me out. I'm like, gosh, if I, if I win this, I've gotten all the feats. I've gotten everything. If I win this, uh, then I, I probably get top 10. And if I don't, obviously, I'm not even close. And so we waited to the final, like, two hours to attack. Um, and then he's all that worrying. So I guess if people want to see the videos and don't want to be spoiled, I, you, you should just skip forward a ways in this uh, podcast. But uh, what ended up happening was he uh, attacked and um, he, he failed an attack immediately on my Darth Revan. Um, and then he couldn't clear my nest and he didn't even try my Ewoks. So, like, he only cleared one zone, and it ended up being a really easy win for me. Uh, like, in hindsight, it was easy, but it was stressing me out big time. So, yeah, I got I got the, the win. I'm currently sitting in place number two. I don't know if that's going to hold. I had no chance of getting number one. Legzilla is completely insane, and I never <laughs> had any aspirations to that. Like, he's beating me by like almost a hundred banners, which is crazy. If you think about it, 50 of it was for one feat that I missed the retribution feat. And otherwise, uh, like I only failed like three attacks the whole season on that alt. So, you know, kudos to Lagzilla for just being dominant. Um, And I think I'm top 10. So that means I've gotten top 10 on my alt uh, in three V three and in five V five. Excellent. I know I went kind of at length there, but man, if you if you can't go on at length about getting top ten in any division, I I don't know what you can what you can't go on at length about. 
Yeah, top, hey, top 10 is something to brag about. So go on, sir. Go on. Uh, well, thanks, man. Yeah, it was great. I can't wait to get the videos out. Um, people accusing me of having two easy matches. Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm like, well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I got top 10 and you didn't. So don't be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Hmm. Okay. So before we end, um, we don't have Grand Arena next week, but we have been working on our rosters in theory. So over the past week, what have you done to prepare for Grand Arena? I don't think I did a single damn thing solo. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I actually don't think I applied a single piece of gear or a relic this week. Like I've been farming mods. That's about as close as I have as I am to actually doing anything. My alt got Vader up to gear 13 just a day ago, or maybe it was earlier today, but I haven't done, I'm just hoarding everything. After I got Mando and Grief to gear 12, that's it. I'm hoarding gear. That's, that's my status. What about you? I am hoarding gear. Uh, I have all the gear to get Mon Mothma and Chupio to gear 13 as soon as I get enough stars on them. Chupio, obviously, I'm already farming. Mon Mothma, hopefully this week, uh, we get to start farming her. I did, so this week, actually today, uh, I finished Kara, Grief, and Mando to seven stars. I have all the gear I need to get them to gear 12. I'm waiting to see the announcement for the next set of Galactic Legend requirements before I spend that gear, though, which is really kind of killing me because I, I want them all to gear 12 for uh, next Grand Arena, but they're they're going to sit and wait until I know what gear I need and who needs to be geared uh, for the Galactic Legend Luke. Um, but that's it. I, I start up some characters. I have 200 furnaces saved up for Chupio and Mon Mothma. And next week, I should have somebody geared up, uh, hopefully. I don't know who it's going to be, but whoever these Galactic Legend requirements are, somebody's getting gear because I I can't do two weeks in a row of not applying gear. It's just it's just depressing. It really is. Yeah, I have almost five Zetas saved. Um, yep. And it's depressing to think I have seven more to go before I can start putting them on other characters. So, yeah, I have I have five and a half saved right now. I. Well, so after I finish Luke, I'll probably do what I did between Ray and Kylo and take four or five tunes that I want to gear up um, and then move on to the Galactic Legend Kylo uh, or Galactic Legend uh, Palp, sorry. Then I'll move on to that farm. So... I might apply a couple of Zetas here or there. But then again, I've Zeted every new character as they've come out, so I don't know who I would apply Zetas to. <laughs> so maybe not. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so I can't wait to apply some gear. Hopefully the carrot. Actually, I was thinking about it. For the final requirements for Jedi Luke, since I already basically have all 10 uh, ready, <laughs> at least once I get the stars. 
no matter who they give me for requirements, just aren't going to be that bad next week. So I can live with gearing up five characters for Galactic Legend. I think I can. I don't know what they're going to require, though. I just, uh, they I say this now, and then next week I might be coming on and saying, I was wrong, but since I already had so many of the characters, I, I think they can basically give me any five characters, and I'll be like, man, this sucks that I have to gear up Lobot, but I'm only gearing up five bad characters. I already had everybody <laughs> geared up. I had the other ten ready and geared, and I wanted to gear them. So it's, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I think my limiting factor will be how fast I can farm Mothra shards. But oh, yeah, a- absolutely. We'll the reason I wanted to get Grief, Kara, and Mando done before my Mothma came out is because I'm basically going to be spending four refreshes, four uh, node refreshes on Mon Mothma the second she comes out. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll have to do the math and see. Like, I may end up buying some shards for crystals as well, just because I want to keep. Uh, you know, it's it pays to be current. If if you can actually afford to do that, um, right? You can bear the scorn of your peers for spending <laughs> money on things, uh, which. Uh, I typically can. I'm good with it. So, <laughs> right. I yeah. I I've, I don't care about that. I'm. I want to try and not spend too much money. So I'm gonna do the math and see the five requirements they come out with. If like their five requirements are five characters that are gear eight and below, it's gonna take me a month to gear them up anyway. And I think if I um do four node refreshes it averages to like five shards a day i think i can set it up right if i do it that way you know so that mon mothma will be done by the time the other five characters are done we'll see though we'll see i'm sure we'll talk about this again again next week when we actually have the requirements yeah i really hope we have the requirements to talk about next week um that being said, Solo, I think it's about time we took off. We, I first I thought we were angling to get done early tonight, but um, I, we've managed I, to draw this out a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a quick podcast, too, because we didn't have much to talk about at the start. Uh, but here we are two hours later. Two hours later, yep. <laughs> at least you can uh, say we're consistent. <laughs> you, you can, yep. Whether that's good or not, that's another <laughs> question. But Yeah. Um, so I'll volunteer to talk about the the stupid Excellent. links and stuff this time if you want. Because um, I'm not going to spend much time at all. Guys, um, if you want to go to our Discord channel, uh, we have that link in, either in uh, the show description of what you're watching. If you're on iTunes, you're going to need a different thing. Um, potentially, if you're on a different platform other than Spotify um, or just the uh, Libsyn site. Uh, if you're listening to this... Uh, if you are, if you do want to go to our Discord server or our um, YouTube channels, what you need to do, go to YouTube, search for my name, uh, which is spelled Zareth, X-A-E-R-E-T-H, or Solobase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Uh, search for them, uh, search for one of us, find one of our recent videos, and you'll find all the links to all the things that you need. Uh, 
and probably links to things that you don't really care about. Anyways, we have a really good counter sheet that is free for people, um, which is not as people, some people have said, just a temporary, um, a temporary measure uh, for the true counter sheet that's going on in uh, swgoh.gg. But we have links to matches that you can actually see us fight. Uh, we have all of the teams listed. It's, it's a really good resource in my opinion. Um, Discord is great. We have, we had a picture of the top four guys on, um, in division three. Uh, we had a, we had a screenshot of all four of those guys. And I was like, Oh, all these guys are actually on that server, like an active participants in conversation there. Um, it's a pretty good place. If you want to get better at Grand Arena, do that. Um, and otherwise, yeah, listen to our podcast, watch our videos, do all the things. And uh, yeah, I think it's time solo to call it good. I would agree with you uh, 100%. And yeah, it, with that division three, the top five all being on our server, that made me both laugh a little and also made me extremely happy because we do have uh, such quality on the server. We also have guys like Calvin is awesome, who, you know, is a consistent top finisher in division two. And then, um, you know, there's a lot of good, a lot of good people to help you no matter where you are in the game. So join the discord server. We'd love to have you and we're there to help. With that said, uh, yeah, let's call it a night. (laughs) Yes, sir. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Have a good week, and don't be dicks. Yes, and remember, evil sucks. And I would raid somebody for those of you on Twitch, but literally we're the only Galaxy of Heroes people. So with that said, have a good night, everyone. (laughs) Have a good night.